Welcome to this episode of Upcycling with Deb. Take what you've got and make it better. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. I'm a mom on a mission, and I'm redefining wealth so that everyone can have their best life. I can be reached on Instagram and Twitter, at Deb Colometta, or you can find me on the website, thedebsite.com. And there you can learn more about me, contact me, get a list of my upcoming appearances, and you can even order my book. I wrote a number one best-selling book called Best Offer, Best Life. And that's all about how my husband and I found success through online yard sales. And it really started to change how we look not only at our things, but our life and what we need in our lives. Um, so it's been a wonderful journey for us. So enough about me. We have a real treat for everyone today. Um, All of my guests are very special, but this is an extra special guest to me. This is Kim Kearns Nardone. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Deb. Thank you for having me today. I'm honored to be here, and I'm excited to do this. Thank you very much. Well, um, this should be interesting because every time Kim and I talk, amazing magic happens. Magic happens. Um, it's it's fantastic. I feel like I talk with Kim, and then I need to take notes on what we said, yeah. <laughs> because we always have so many crazy new ideas. And even though we haven't collaborated too much together, we've our journeys have kind of paralleled, and I've just gotten so many great ideas fr- from you. No, it's so true. It's like something about the creativity and the energy. When we're together, we just like feed off of each other and we have no idea where it's going, but it's like we get hungry and we can't get enough of whatever is going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we might not see each other for six months. Yeah. And then we get back together if we have another conversation and we have all these new endeavors that come awesome. up. So I'm so happy to, to know you and honored that you're our first very special guest. Thank you. What's my favorite thing about Kim is that um, since getting to know her, I've learned that not only is she she a success today, but I've become so impressed with how far she's come. You know, it's all about her journey. And I look at people and I don't just think, wow, you're a successful person. I look at where they start. And Kim has one of the most inspiring stories I've ever heard in my life. And it's, it's so inspiring that if you read it in a novel, you'd think... Would this could this really happen in real life? And it did happen. Like Kim is real. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm breathing. <laughs> so she's got an MBA from Northeastern, which I only found out about after we've we had known each other mm-hmm. for a while. Because um, I'm a Northeastern person myself. She's a teacher, and her most important role: she's a very busy Stoneham sports mom to three teenage boys. Holy pile of laundry. <laughs> Seriously, right? That's when you start training them to do the laundry at 10 and they're on their own. It's like if you want to wear wrinkled clothes, you're on your own. <laughs> no one will judge. No one's going to judge. So now that I'm done fangirling, <laughs> can you give your website information? How sure. can people get in touch with you? Okay, thank you. Um, so thank you again, Deb, for this opportunity. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you. So my website is jigsawinvestmentgroup.com. Excellent. Okay. And Kim is a true entrepreneur starting, um, you know, several successful businesses. She's always got several irons in the fire and and always a success at everything. She's been in healthcare, self-care, finance, and real estate investing. And, uh, you know, just tell me a little bit about what got you so excited and interested in entrepreneurship. Sure. So believe it or not, it's so interesting because I think life experiences 
although you don't they don't make sense sometimes at the time down the road you look back and you're like oh okay now it clicks so even since I was a young girl things that I do now I was doing back then and Mm -hmm. didn't realize so it would be things like even collecting rocks I know this is crazy as like a young girl and I would like paint them and I would sell them (laughs) the poor neighbors knock on their door ask them (laughs) if they want to buy a rock of all things you know lemonade stands I remember I would play by the hour teacher correcting papers and never did I have a vision that I would be teaching that's not what I went to college for and never could I imagine what I'd be doing now but when I look back at my childhood as early as being a young girl I was already living out being an entrepreneur at that young age and being a teacher and the things that I'm doing now I won't give away my age (laughs) I won't give how many years ago it is but it just was in my blood my dad was an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. he owned a real estate office and it was residential but he himself would buy and sell businesses and he had the bug and I would see him And I just thought it was awesome to have an idea. It's almost like having a little baby and nurturing it and watching it grow up and just being a proud mama. That's kind of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. You have an idea and then to build it and then look back and say, wow, I created this. It's just that energizes me so much. It pumps me up. And it's not necessarily about the idea for me. It's whatever the idea is that comes to me. So I think sometimes people want to start their own business. They want to be an entrepreneur, but they're not really sure how to go about it or what they should be doing. But what I've realized with, you know, through the years of becoming a little bit older, what I've realized is that it will come to you. You don't have to go looking for it. If you're just still and aware of the people and the opportunities around you, it's amazing. Your eyes will start opening to things that you never could have thought up on your own. And if it was something that you thought up on your own, it probably wouldn't work. I know that sounds so crazy, but like the businesses that I've done, so like real businesses. So, um, you know, not just like DBAs or little hobbies, but the first business that I started up was a billing business. Mm -hmm. So at the time I had, you know, been working crazy hours, working for a direct marketing firm and I started to have my family and I didn't want to travel anymore. I wanted to stay home and be available with them, but I still had this need. As moms, I think sometimes we like struggle trying to balance it all out, balancing out being a good mom, trying to be, you know, have a career and finding our place. So I decided to take time away from the direct marketing agency And my aunt at the time had been in the billing business for years, medical billing. And she approached me and said, with your business background, would you help me start up a business? So I started up Health Billing Solutions. And we were focused solely at the time on mental health providers. And God knows everybody nowadays, the mental health providers, right? I mean, we couldn't, we had so much business, it was crazy. And we started up a medical billing business and it was fabulous. And I was plugging along doing that. It was thriving, it was successful. And then a friend came to me, and this is what I'm talking about, opportunities coming to you instead of going looking for them. A friend came to me and her kids had head lice. Well, it was every mom's worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. Like moms hear the word head lice and start freaking out. Yes. So we were like, it's a business idea. So Mm -hmm. we started up a business. It was a mobile service. We would travel to people's homes and it was called Desperate Louse Wives. And we actually had (laughs) it, it. right? We had it trademarked (laughs) because we're like, no, this like says it all. And again, this business was thriving. But it got to the point that I feel like an on-call nurse. I mean, mm-hmm. I would get calls, people crying 11 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning. And when you own a business, you live and breathe it 24-7. Um, I did get to the point with that business that I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this anymore. It just almost was taking over my life, and it was successful right from the get-go because 
if there's a need, this is like a key that people are going to want to listen to. Like if you find a need, that's an opportunity for a business. Yes. All right. So that's like one of the biggest things, just being aware of the needs that people have. And that's where you can fulfill and almost create a business around people's needs, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because that's something that I had struggled with for many years. And I thought, oh, I'd always... always thought I'd love to own my own business but I don't really know what and yeah. I felt like I was pushing it too hard I was forcing it and you know I I couldn't really think of what could I really do I mean I'm good at a couple of things right. and I and you are so right that as you get older one of the benefits is the pieces start to come together mm-hmm. and the opportunities present themselves if you're not stuck with your head in the sand or too stressed out or you know if you're if you're paying attention sure. and you're looking and you're open to yes. them, then they will come to you. Right. And those are the things that happen organically yes. and naturally and don't feel like work. And that's another thing you you hear, you know, two pieces of advice they give you when you're 20 that don't really mean anything to you at the time. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? What did you have fun doing when you were a kid? Well, it's now I see being much older than 20, it's not just what you like doing when you were a kid. It's what were the best parts of your f- jobs right. through your 20s, through your 30s, yes. and, and what, how can you morph that? Um, so I think that's so important to just be open to it and to um, you know realize that another piece of advice that they say, when you find what you love to do, it doesn't feel like work, and it's so true. Exactly. Um, so just finding those opportunities. Yeah, and I think too, like, I think a lot of women struggle with feeling like it's too late. Mm. That, you know, yes. mom, I always say being a mom is the hottest job I've ever loved. It's the most important job. It's also the hardest job, right? right? And um, in you could have, I have three boys. They're three different ages. Well, you have to parent completely different to each child because they have different personalities right. and there's no instruction booklet with that. But I think what happens with a lot of moms is that they get lost. They lose themselves and feel like they constantly have to put their kids ahead of themselves. And I think it's important that your happiness starts with you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to fill your cup first so it's overflowing to others. Because when you let your cup flow to other people, then you have nothing left for yourself. And then you're not available to other people. So I want to leave that message. Like I want to make sure I get that message to moms out there watching this. That you, the best gift that you can give your children is taking care of yourself. And if that means fulfilling yourself in a career, that's super important. I mean, we all struggle with balance, but we all make it work, right? None right. of us are perfect, but our kids all end up okay at the end of the day. Um, and I think it's okay regardless, and I'm a little bit older than Deb, my kids are older than hers, to realize that it's never too late. Mm. I mean, I'll be honest. So I'm 47 years old. I just turned 47 this month. And I'm starting up another business at 47 years old. And I've had friends my age saying, I'm too old. I missed the boat. It's too late. No way. It's never too late. Never too late. Well, it's it's funny that you brought that up as far as, you know, trying to take good care of yourself. And that's how we met. Right. Because... Can I mention that? Yes, absolutely. You know, so um, I actually met Kim through purchasing makeup yes. through Unique. And it sounds so funny looking back on it, but I was really struggling after I had my daughter with taking care of myself. And I think I went from one crazy 70-hour-a-week job. Mm-hmm. Um, I left that and then, you know, had my daughter. And I, it, between those two experiences, I just completely gave up on taking care of myself. And it was one eyeliner that I bought from Kim that I started putting on each day. And that it was like, that was the baby step I needed to be like, okay, 
this is what I used to be. I used to take care of myself. I used to kind of take pride in my appearance. And now I don't think anything of it. I put makeup on again. Right. But I felt like schlumpy and icky. And it's not about being, you know, superficial and, and all that. It was mm-hmm. more like I wanted to pr- present myself in, in a better way. I wanted to start taking care of myself again. And I looked at Kim and I saw, wait a minute, Kim has three kids. She's running all over town, works full time, has this business. Um, and that was such a great example for me. But it, it, it sounds cliche, but it honestly started with one eyeliner. No, it's so true. It's like even when, and so Deb just brought up that I was a presenter for Unique Skincare. I still am. And um, I made it to the level in the company that I was the top 2% of the company, extremely successful with that endeavor. And I, I have people, a couple things. One, if you look back at photos of me before I started doing Unique, I look about five to 10 years older than I do now because I wasn't taking care of myself. Right. And it's amazing when you start taking care of yourself, your self-esteem, your confidence, your drive, your energy. Like I can't say enough how important if anyone watching this is interested in entrepreneurship in just just general basic one-on-one self-care. Right. It's so important to take care of yourself because like it goes back to that whole thing that I was just saying. Like if you're not filling your cup first, you have nothing to give and you're depleted. I think that's also the message that you send to the rest of the world. You know, whether whether it's right or not, the rules of the game are if you present yourself in a way like, I don't take care of myself, I don't love myself, then guess what? People around you are going to maybe reflect that and right. start treating you like that. Absolutely. And like you said, it kind of helped boost my confidence, not just putting on eyeliner, mm-hmm. not putting on the most perfect shade of lipstick that I've ever owned, and I hope that they continue making it forever. Um, but it's it's more than just that. It's more like the feeling you have. And we've we've talked about oh, this. Yeah. We, we both drive our dream cars. Yes. <laughs> and it's not about having a car to impress other people. It's the feeling that I get when I'm driving that car. Yeah. And some people, cars doesn't, it doesn't do it for you. But for me, I love cars. I've always loved cars. And I just want everybody to find something that like gives it them that nice thing. Them. Yes. Yeah. Like, and that's so funny that you mentioned cars because something's so simple but expensive. I was never interested in cars ever my entire life. I was fine going without. And one thing that I want to mention in here is Deb and I have talked about vision boards. Yes. And um, and I put together a vision board. And I think that's super important too, it, whether it's in your personal life, your professional life, to have goals. I think goals are super important because that's what keeps you moving forward. And when you can actually visualize the things that you want, it goes back to that whole thing we were just talking about with awareness mm-hmm. that opportunities will start to come to you because all of a sudden your radar is up and you've made it public to other people. You've had conversations. So people might call you and say, hey, I know you mentioned and I saw and if you're interested in, right? So I had done a vision board. I'm like, what the heck? I've always wanted a Jeep. I've never been into cars (laughs) at all. But I'm like, I wouldn't mind a Jeep. And the day after I made the vision board, I had no intentions. I wasn't car shopping. I was with one of my kids. We were heading to the beach. We took a detour because he was hungry to Duncan's to get a quick egg sandwich. <laughs> and lo and behold, what was like in front of me was this red shiny Jeep. And I pulled over. I bought it right there and then. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, YOLO, <laughs> like life is too short. Like the mileage, it was like 2,500 miles. It was a 2015. They gave me more than I ever expected from my trade-in. Whereas before I would have told myself every reason why it shouldn't happen or it wouldn't happen or it couldn't happen. But when you start saying, no, this is a possibility, it's amazing. Like mindset, I can't say enough. 
just again, personally and professionally, mindset can totally change your life. Oh, absolutely. And actually, we have a, another special guest coming on in a future episode very soon um, who f- specializes in manifestation and vision boards. Okay. And look, even if you don't think, you don't believe in like the, the magic of it, and it's scientifically proven that if you set your goals, if they've studied that if you write down your goals and you look at them several times a day, you're more likely to achieve them. I know that I work on a list. I don't do anything unless I have a list in front of me. And that ensures that I do what I'm setting out to do. So why not do it with things like dreams? Right. Or, you know, things that you want to do or want Absolutely. to achieve. And, and it gives you a little uh, more um, fun and purpose in your life as well. Why not just get the car? Because it's fun. Right. You know? It brings me joy. I'm happy. It it makes (laughs) you happy and it's fun to drive. Right. You know, I I think as I get older, I realize that's what we need to. We need to not just balance our time, but we need to insert fun. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. And Deb mentioned that I'm a teacher, which is interesting. I originally got my certification to become a high school business teacher because Mm -hmm. I love entrepreneurship and I have a marketing and a accounting background and it's interesting how life plays out and how things fall into place because I got a call to be a health and phys ed teacher which makes a little bit of sense I've been active my whole life um, played you know competitive sports and danced and you know I taught aerobics but I had no certification in that and they had asked me to fill in for a teacher that went in on an emergency medical leave so in my health classes six years ago in here as a health teacher I talk a lot about this about Mm -hmm. setting smart goals Mm -hmm. like how that you know, plays out in your personal, in whatever. For my students, they're not professional life, but just in their life, talking about their physical health, their emotional health, their social health. When you can set smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely goals, Mm -hmm. it's amazing because you start holding yourself accountable to make sure things happen. And like, you look at and explore, like I'm all about the lists also, and the pros and the cons and what the action steps are. Like, It is amazing what you can start achieving, which kind of brings me to the next thing that I was thinking about. I think what's super important for why some people are successful, because I always hear people say, why are some people successful and other people aren't with whatever the endeavor is? And it's action. Mm -hmm. That we could have all these dreams, we could write down all these goals, but the reason why some people are successful and other people aren't, it's two things. One, I think it's action. Like actually taking action and writing down and holding yourself accountable and having other people like Deb, having her hold me accountable. That if I tell her I'm going to do something, asking her, I want you to check in with me. All right. It's super important. Even if you've ever worked out or you wanted to, it's proven people that have a workout buddy are much more successful than people that try and do it on their own. So always like buddy up with someone. I think it's so important to bring up action because there are so many things in my life. The reason why it came about was just because I raised my hand and said, I'll do that or I'll try that. And um, I got my very first internship at this amazing radio station and got to meet all of my favorite rock bands um, because I asked. I didn't apply for it. I didn't. I literally just went up to them at a meet and greet. I talked to one of the producers and I said, here's my resume. I really love the radio station. Can I intern for you? Yep. And I got a call the next day. They See? said, sure. And I asked. And I I still have connections from that radio station to this day professionally. That's unbelievable. And actually, that circles back to what you were saying about yeah. how your experience when you're younger, everything that you've done to this point has prepared you for this point. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And, and people who I met at the radio station 
I'm still involved with as far as helping me bring about the dream for my book. So everybody you meet along your journey, I had to reach deep into the archives because I hadn't reached out to these people in 10, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And they were the people who helped me produce certain key elements to help make the book a success. So that's why it's so important not to burn any bridges and to keep contacts, you know, warm and keep relationships going and and so forth. But um, yeah, so true that that taking action is sometimes the difference between success and failures. It's just yeah. raising your hand and doing it. And that's what I wanted to talk about. The second part of that is failures, all right? Because this conversation just came up last night with one of my kids because they know I'm always doing something. And, you know, they'll be like, here we go again, right? Because it's like, what's mom up to now? Because I'm always up to something. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, boys? I said, the reason why some people are successful not just the first thing that we talked about action, but the failures. It's the people that get up time and time again after each failure and they're not willing to give up because they have a bigger picture in mind for themselves in their life and more importantly for others. I do honestly feel like the more you can give of yourself, the more you receive. I can't say enough about that, how important that is personally, professionally, everything that I, I always say your legacy is every life you touch. Right. That's your legacy at the end of the day. That this isn't even about money. I think a lot of people think entrepreneurship's about money. No. It's not at all. It's a like, wow, that whole thing that we talked about, taking that like little baby and watching it grow, same thing with your business. But look at all the lives you could touch, which kind of like brings me right now to the business that I'm doing. Um, so, and I'll tell you a little bit about the business. It's called Jigsaw Investment Group. And we, again, I did not go looking for this opportunity. I actually was with Deb and we decided to go here, the gentleman, Mr. Wonderful. What's oh, his yeah. name, Deb? I can't think of his oh, name. Oh my gosh, I just think of him as Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. From Shark Tank. Yes, from Shark, Kevin Bald. O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Okay, and we saw him and that night he was speaking about real estate investing. So I decided to sign up for the workshop. And lo and behold, here I am, I think it's five months later. And I'm actually, I just closed yesterday on my second property. Oh my gosh, okay. congratulations. So it's been hugely successful. Again, I did not go looking for this. I had yeah. no expectations and I was like, whoa, light bulb went off and I was like here's something I can do so what we're doing and then I want to talk about giving back like how this ties into giving back why it's so important to give back to other people yes and just to yeah. interrupt we didn't even know I don't I didn't know I don't think you knew that when we went to this no. free event that this was going to unfold oh, absolutely I, not. I just wanted to go to see if, if Mr. Wonderful was really as nasty in person yes he was, and he, he wasn't no he, he wasn't really kind of nice yes um, but so you didn't go into it saying I'm no. gonna, I, I'm programmed to look for business opportunities. You happen to be open to it, right? And you were like, yeah, let me take a, let me take a chance here, right? So and yeah. it's interesting too because my business partner Jody, she and I didn't know each other. Both signed up this night and then had gone to like a three day workshop with the company he's affiliated with. And it wasn't until the second workshop we went to a month later that we really started to engage in conversation and realized that we had opposite talents that would thrive together and decided on this partnership. So that's the whole thing of just like, you know, living out each day and being open to whatever comes your way without being too stuck. Like don't have that stuck mindset. I call that a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. You really want that growth mindset, like a mindset that's looking out. Like again, you're eyes open, your ears open with no expectations. It's unbelievable what will come your way. But um, we're actually doing a new way of doing real estate. We've put a spin on it. 
So it's kind of like what we're doing is an online real estate company mm -hmm. where we will make a cash offer on your property within 24 hours. So you basically contact us, give us your address, we'll make a cash offer to you, and we'll guarantee the highest price. So we'll make your cash offer, you can take it. If not, we'll put it out to a network of cash investors that we have, and you can take the highest price, but you know the base at where you're starting because we'll give you our cash offer. Mm -hmm. You can accept it or say, you know what? Can I see what else is out there? We'll put it out there. And the beauty of it, you can close when you want. You could leave the house full of everything if you want. You don't have to pay realtor fees. Mm -hmm. Like it's unbelievable how much money you can save when you're dealing with a cash buyer. And right. people would look to a cash buyer for different reasons, like, you know, life circumstances. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people in a situation, you know, that they need to sell quick and fast. And those tend to be more the people that come to us that we've been working with over the past couple months, but it's been hugely successful. But interestingly enough, I want to get back to giving, giving back. When we developed our logo, it looks like a, it's or our property, I mean, our company again is called Jigsaw Investment Group. Our logo is, looks a like a house, but like a puzzle piece. I love it. It's so cute, right? And Jody, I have to give her credit on that. She totally designed the logo. And we decided we want to do a not-for-profit in conjunction with our company. So we started Jigsaw Affordable Housing. And our vision for this, I'm like so pumped, and this is the stuff that excites me. Many of you might know the statistics with children that have autism. These days, all of us know someone, whether it's a relative, a close friend, neighbor, that has a child with autism. And a lot of the parents that are my age that have um, sons or daughters that are high school age, the number one concern is, what's going to happen to my son or daughter? as I grow old, who's going to care for them? So Jody and I got together, and we knew we wanted to do something, and I looked at our logo, I said, you know what? I think we need to do an outreach for families with autism. Wow. Yeah, this gives me the chills because this like just totally pumps me up. So our vision for this is that we will have homes where young adults with autism can come and spend their life. And they'll be like a director that runs each property and they'll have their own bedroom and live independently. And we are starting out the planning process of this, but I am so excited to think again that we can, our lasting legacy will be these lives that we touch. And it's because of the funding that we have through Jigsaw Investment Group that this is possible. So it just totally excites me. Well, you know, that's one thing, just one of the things I love about you is that you look for an opportunity to give back to people. Like even with the makeup that you sell, yeah. you were looking to empower women. It wasn't just about getting people the right shade of eyeshadow. Yes. So here you're looking to, I want to give back in a big way. Right. How can I do that? And yes. you think, well, real estate is one of the biggest financial opportunities out there that people can access. So you go at it, but you immediately look to how can I give back? You're always looking for, you know, how can I make this a good business opportunity? And then the next breath is how can I give back? Absolutely. Like, you know, being a teacher and a parent, one of the things I have on my board is make yourself proud. Because at the end of the day, when we go to bed at night and we lay our head on our pillow and it's quiet, and I say to my kids and my students, you know, were you proud of who you are, how you treated people? Because Life is short. Deb knows my life story. Some of you watching this might, but you know, I lost my parents at a really young age. And when you lose loved ones at a young age, whether it's immediate family or friend, you realize how precious this life is right. and how short this life is. And the biggest things at the end of the day are your character, how you treat people. And that is first and foremost in how I try and live my life, knowing that none of us are perfect. Like I remind my kids and students of that every day. Like none of us are perfect. We're all gonna make bad decisions because we're all human. But the harder you can try to be a better person, and by that I mean your character, 
and what you can do for others, that's your legacy. That's what makes a difference in people's lives. I think it's super important. Absolutely. And that's something that you live and you, you teach it, but you're an example of it also. So many uh, wonderful business endeavors that you're tackling right now. And, you know, I wish you a lot of success with that. Um, so if, if someone's listening or watching right now and they have a business dream or any dream in their heart, what's your advice for someone who wants to start, start that side business or go for that life change? What's, what's your advice to them? I would say that the first thing that you want to do is take action, whether it's five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, as long as you're making progress and doing something, things will start to happen. Also, surround yourself with like-minded people. Start to recognize how you feel around certain people, the people that energize you and give you that type of hope and excitement. You want more of that than people that are bringing you down in a little bit negative about what you're doing because a lot of people are skeptical too because so many people do feel when it comes to starting up businesses. But if if you can stay true to your passion, it will eventually happen. Like I said, it's not about what the business idea is. If you have that entrepreneurial spirit, it will happen regardless of what the idea is. So just stay true to yourself, take action. And like recently I was talking to the folks on Facebook because you know me always posting on Facebook. If anybody wants to go like my Facebook page, it's Kim Nardone. And multitask, all right? Like I just use an example that I was on the phone for 20 minutes on hold. The person hung up on me. I had to call again. So now what? I'm out 35 minutes. But what did I do? Because fitness is important to me. I worked out in my kitchen. I did an upper body workout (laughs) for 20 minutes, lower body for 15. Even today, like coming here with Deb, I'll be honest, I probably have something in my tooth. Like, let's just be real. I'm I'm extremely real too, all right? Because I think that's, I always say too, people admire you for your successes, but they relate to you through your weaknesses. So don't be perfect. None of us are perfect. Like just show your true self to the world and that's why they'll love on you and love you hard. And I say I probably have food in my teeth. You don't. Because (laughs) when I, like I literally worked a full day before I got here. I get up early in the morning. I wake up with intention. So I set my alarm for the same time every single morning at 5.15. I'm out of the house by 5.30 working out. I'm back home at 6.15. I do take 15 minutes for a cup of coffee. And then I get ready. I go. I put a full day in at work. I come home, get my kids situated wherever they need to be. And then what do I do? I work because I love what I do. So it's not work to me. My passion are my small businesses. I work from when I get home until I put my head on the pillow. So if my kids are doing their homework, I'm at the table with my laptop. If they are playing their video game, I'm right next to them. I mean, I do take time out. Like I, you know, my kids, like Deb said at the beginning of this, are crazy busy with sports. So I put the phone away, put the laptop away, so I'm present at their events, at dinner. But other than that, I don't watch television. I feel like personally, I know a lot of people watch it. They love it. For me, it's a waste of time because I don't enjoy it like I enjoy pouring the time into my business. Right. I, I have to say okay. that's one of, the, one of the best tips I think that you can give to people who are trying to start a business or trying to launch a dream is to shut off the television. Or to try to minimize your social media um, scrolling. You know, when you think it's harmless, you know, you're spending time on someone else's dream. That's what I learned from even reading Jack Canfield's books and that he's saying if you are watching TV, you're actually funding someone else's business. You're funding someone else's dream instead of your own. Absolutely. And like even to go back to like when we were just talking about like how do you start, where do you start? 
I always say, like, you know, just start somewhere, anywhere. Right. And, like, it's unbelievable when you start, like, Googling things and researching. It will naturally bring you in the right direction. And I know Deb just talked about TV and we talked about social media. And I can easily get swallowed up on social media. So I've learned that it's best if I go on Facebook on my laptop versus my phone. Ah, I spend less good time. Tip. Good tip. But I also, right now, we are fortunate in this digital age that from a marketing standpoint, the amount of people that you can reach using social media is crazy and the cost is so minimal mm -hmm. that we are, I mean, this is like the prime time to start up a small business yes. compared to years ago. I mean, you know, most of us have like a Facebook community pages and even if you wanna do a small business, whether it's sewing or I don't know what it is, fixing, on, fixing up cars, you put something up there and boom, right? You'll get all these responses that people need someone and you know, don't be afraid of that. And two, I wanna let people know, I really appreciate Deb having me on there. I am available as a resource. Like if someone wants to run something by me, feel free, like me on Facebook, Kim Nardone, message me and I'll converse with you and help you out or try and point you in the right direction. But that's that whole thing, like pay it forward. You know, it's like learn it, reach back and bring someone with you. That whole yeah. thing that Deb was talking about at the beginning, the people that you met when you, was it working at the radio yes. station? Yes. It's networking, it's relationships, and it's unbelievable. More people than you realize are willing to help you out and give back. Absolutely. And you're always networking. Even when you think you're not networking, you're leaving a, an impression with people. And um, and you never know who might be able to help you, who could make one phone call for you. Even like, so my business partner, Jody, she just applied. I don't know if you've ever heard of Flipping Boston. Um, but oh, yes. Peter Solaris, she applied and we just got selected. I haven't even told you this. Oh, We're my like gosh. one of wow. five people to mentor with Peter over the next two years. And it starts actually this Friday. She's going to be working with him one on one on wow. Fridays while I'm at work. And we're flying out to his house in Orlando. Columbus Day weekend oh my to work with him for the weekend and the opportunities and one thing like we had to apply for this so we had to write you know our goals what we we're hoping to achieve and don't be afraid to think big right I told him I said to be honest with you it's this whole thing of uplifting empowering validating women yes that I told him that even in the real estate arena a lot of the faces are male faces I want to see more women I said I want to see my face on the television I said I want to see women that are offering these workshops in training other women because I am all about girl power even though I ha I'm a mom of three boys it's amazing you know it's that whole thing like I see it as a middle school teacher i have students sitting at the desks in my classroom and some of them already decided what they're capable of and what they're not and i want to be the voice for those that don't have it saying i'm carrying the torch for you mm -hmm. like we're forging forward like the opportunities that are at your fingertips if you can think it you can do it you can achieve it um, i think that's your legacy as well is that you are the example of someone who dreams it up and actually takes action and does it and does it well and you make it look easy <laughs> <laughs> You're a pro. Oh. Um, well, this has been amazing. I, I always learn something wonderful from you, and I feel like I've I have learned so much. I hope that people listening will contact you if they have questions and um, and just learn more about your story. It's been it's been wonderful, and I really want to thank you for oh. sharing the advice and being a you know wonderful role model for other people. and And I'm glad that you're my first guest because. Um, I think that it's so important what you were mentioning about pulling people with you. Yeah. And that's one thing that we have is that there's no competition because right. we don't have any overlapping areas of And business. even if we did, it's like, 
I even say partner with people. It's yeah. amazing what you can accomplish when you take those minds and you put them together. The energy is through the roof. And people have what's what's called like a scarcity approach where you think of success as a pie. And if you have a piece of the pie, that means I have less pie. Right. You know, and I don't see it no. like that. I feel like there's enough for everybody. Absolutely. There are enough opportunities out there. You I always can... say there's enough space at the table for everyone. Just pull up a chair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're glad that you pulled up a chair with us I know, today. likewise. <laughs> Deb, this was awesome. As always, I learn things from you daily, and I appreciate the opportunity of sitting here. I look up to you. I admire you. I've read her book, Best Offer. It's fabulous, Thank okay? You. And um, and don't be afraid to do the do. I say go for it. If you can think it, you can do it. And I know like myself, Deb's available if anyone wants to reach out to her as well. And it's been a pleasure sitting here chatting with you. I'm excited. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and for um, giving such invaluable advice to everyone. Thank you to the audience for listening and for giving us your most valuable asset today, your time. And thank you to Stodum TV for graciously hosting us today. My name is Deb Colometta. I'm here with Kim Kearns Nardone. You can reach me at Deb Colometta on Twitter and Instagram and the website, thedebsite.com. Check out my book on Amazon, Best Offer, Best Life, and we'll be back next time with more tips, tricks, and hacks on how you can live your best life. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.